Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready. Ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of the Pleasure Zone, Pleasure Diva and Body Whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Hello, 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 sweet pleasure seekers. Welcome to the Pleasure Zone. Guess what? You're in the Pleasure Zone. You actually chose embodiment, which equals the Pleasure Zone. Your body is like Every part of it from head to toe is the pleasure zone. This just happens to be the show where we talk about all things body and pleasure and fun and um, sometimes beyond fun. Sometimes we get into the scary zone. So this is another show. Just like last week's show, I gave a little fair warning. Uh, this show truly is for 18 and over. It's not for the faint of heart. This episode in particular is not for the faint of heart. Um if you get smash about anything uh, at all, this show is not for you, honestly. I'm fair warning you, uh, because this show is actually about stretching. Stretching things like urethras, labia, penises, vaginas, etc., uh, in the form of torture and pleasure. Um, I'm bringing up the torture because truly that's where it uh, likely originated. I don't have uh, absolute facts on that, but... From my research, this is what I have delved into, and my query in my own thought is people begin to think that stretching body parts would be um, something that would be pleasurable. And there's always that on the verge between pain and pleasure where a lot of people kind of sit with their... um, where receive the most erotic pleasure. So there is that sort of fine line between pain and pleasure where a lot of people seek um, to achieve greater and greater pleasures. It's a very, uh, it's going to be a very intense show, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so fair warning. Um, even some of the research I did was making me squeam and squirm, and not a lot of things make me that truly uh, medieval torture devices do. Uh, so just remember, if anything comes for you and you feel like vomiting, um, just yeah, be aware that that is definitely information for your body. Maybe in some other lifetime you have had that torture done to you or you have done it to somebody else and just start to begin to clear and just go, okay, everywhere I did that or had that, just destroy and uncreate everything I have attached to that. And keep, keep it really simple and just clear the, this is going to be a show where at the going to clear everything that comes up because it's a, it's really something, I'll tell you that. So I am, I'm a huge advocate for pleasure, and I am an advocate for pleasure in ways. So if you receive pleasure in a way that I don't, I will advocate for your version of pleasure as well. Uh, I am not, however, an advocate for, um, for harming people uh, that does not create pleasure for them. But if they enjoy um for example, uh, torture of sorts, and they're asking for it, that's a different story. But if somebody is not asking for it, no, I'm an advocate of that. I'm an advocate of free choice and of pleasure. So 
that's what we're going to be talking about today. But we are going to start off with a, a little history, so fair warning, um, get gets ready, because this may make you vomit, and I really don't think I've ever given the fair warning of get your buckets ready before. This is, um, when we look at the history of stretching, we, you know, a lot of things come down to different um, torture devices throughout history. And some of the most uh, vile ones were definitely created around the time of the Spanish Inquisition, around the time of uh, medieval witch hunts, all that stuff really, really, really uh, blasted open the minds of men who used to create some really vicious and insane torture devices. So one of the very uh, primary torture devices that has to do with it was called the Judas Cradle or the Judas Chair. It was actually a torture device uh, invented in the 16th century Spain. And this particular torture device um, was where a person, uh, the criminal, will say, whether they were the criminal or not, the person was positioned uh, in a waist harness just above a sharp pyramid-shaped seat. I've actually seen this device when I was uh, reading something else about torture at some point um, because I've done a few shows about um, different things like BDM. And so sometimes, you know, the root of these are torture. So mid-shaped um, device, uh, sharp, it's going to be metal, is on a seat or wood, could be either. The point was, so you can imagine a person hovering above this, this pyramid-shaped device, and the point was then inserted into the anus or vagina of the person, and the person was slowly lowered by a system of ropes. So slowly, slowly, they're lowered on this, pyramid-shaped seat, and you can imagine that <clears throat> the victims were usually naked, of course, to add to their overall humiliation and torture, and they were tortured by intense pressure of stretching of the orifice, uh, sometimes using different weights, uh, so their legs would actually be pulled down with weights to increase the pain, uh, often and almost always would tear muscle tissues of the orifice, and quite often uh, would actually lead to death question, actually. Um, it could last from a few hours to several days. Keep in mind, this was also medieval times where washed the device. So if people did survive this painful, painful um, torture, it would often lead to infection or death. You know, when you think about the root of that, when the root of, and you know, this is occurring in Spain in the 16th century, when you're thinking of the root of this Judas chair, uh, you know, you're a criminal, and this is how we're going to torture you. We're going to stretch your body so you basically uh, can never use that orifice again because it's so shredded and ripped, and there's it's all turned into, if it, if you live, if you survive, it's going to be scar tissue, never going to function properly again. Uh, you know, if you do live, uh, chances of infection are extremely high, so you would die of that. Um, and if you die, it's an excruciating death. You know, if you're really fascinated by weird and uh, insane things that have done to each other throughout history, there are actually sites that give you the history of torture. Yep, there are. So, so I think we've had enough of the history lesson on that front because truly this, this in itself gives a lot of information that will sound like torture itself. Although keep in mind that for most of these things, these are things that people are choosing, and they're choosing them so they will deliver greater pleasure to their body. So this is not 
Evan is not a thing that is actually used as torture in modern times, although it is for some of them, point those out. Um, and I do think that some of them were, you know, um, I, I didn't actually have enough time to sit around and, and delve into the history of every single one of these um, stretchings, but uh, there's definitely a fascination with having a fist that can stretch to have it stretch. So let's start with one that may be really not familiar to any of you, uh, or maybe it is. Uh, I have to say this is a new one for me when I was looking up strange and interesting things to stretch. Um, it's an interesting one um, in that it's something that I would never even consider uh, in my life. And it's something that where if I, uh, for example, was in, in a hospital, I get that this would probably um, occur. You get may have actually had this in my life when I've had a surgery. I had I had surgery on my um, whiskeys when I was 17, and so I was I was put under. I was actually in an operating room, and um, I do remember waking up and feeling like. Um, you know, with most operations, they do inserting into your urethra and KCP. So it, chances are I have actually had something insert in my urethra, but I was out, knocked out, and uh, didn't know it. So, so the urethra stretching is quite something. That's where we're going to start. And one of the most important things to mind about, well, they call it actually urethral play. So the urethra just note the urethra is where your pee comes out, guys and gals. You both have urethras. Uh, you know, it's the pee hole, so they can be stretched. It's, you know, it's more common for men stretching these as a form of, of uh, stimulation for pleasure. So what you have um, is a few things in play. There, in order to stretch your urethra, you're going to actually need stretching devices, and there are different stretching uh, devices available. Um, Stretching itself is not necessarily needed if all you want to do is try small penis, uh, like to try a small penis plug. So actually penis plugs in the way that there are anal plugs. But if you want to actually do something larger, like a like a larger uh, penis plug, I guess you can get really small penis plugs too. I haven't actually seen them, but um, I'm assuming they come in all different sizes. Uh, so it's vital, though, if you want to put something larger in there, that you need to actually stimulate the urethra and stretch it. So urethral stretching itself is generally used, but not always. It's generally used to actually stretch the urethra in order to have uh, to insert uh, different things into the urethra. Now, I don't know about you, but just the thought of that gets me a little squeamish because I am like, oh, no, that, and I wouldn't want to hurt another So. Um, that gets me squeamish, but I get that there's a fascinating um, sensation that's probably highly unusual, because how often do you get your urethra stimulant unless you have urine going through it, or for guys, um, you know, you know, there's different ways you could stimulate it, I suppose. Um, you might feel some stimulation of the urethra when you're, um, maybe if you're masturbating and you're using really deep strokes or something. I guess there are different ways you can stimulate the urethra, but from the inside, the one way to do it is to do insertions that would involve stretching. So urethral stretching, uh, or training as they call it, an integral part of urethral stimulation process, is actually recommended for anyone who wishes to get deeper urethral stimulation, or for anyone who wants to practice urethral play on a regular basis. So 
definitely get your get your implements ready. So yeah, so interesting stuff. So what else do you need to know about that? Like you have a urethra, you definitely don't insert these dry. You don't want to get out your urethral stretchers and just go for it um, dry. You also don't want to be grabbing them off a shelf and um, just inserting them. Make sure that whatever you're sticking in your urethra is literally sterilized um, because it can pick up particles, it can pick up things, even little bits of things. Your, your urethra is very sensitive and you really don't want to scratch it with anything, even like little dusty dust particles or um, anything like that and or anything that could be sitting on it from the last applied with it. So definitely keep those babies sterilized. Um, and or keep um, keep it lubricated. So when when doing any kind of stretching, you definitely want to lubricate that area. It doesn't create its own lubrication. Um, and I just thinking about that, um, I think, oh yeah, um, I didn't read a lot a lot on this topic, but um, there's a lot of information out there for sure. So one of the things with urethral play too um, is you know when you go to get toys, get toys that will that you feel your body would like. So you can definitely ask your body, body, you know, is this the toy that will give you the greatest pleasure? Is this the toy that will give you the greatest pleasure? Because they come in all kinds of uh, materials from like metal to like silicone. There's different kinds of them. So get uh, get a device, get a stretcher that actually that you enjoy that works. It's um, It will definitely assist you in in uh, giving your body whatever it is you're looking to achieve. I've seen some pretty interesting devices out there for your urethral stretching that are metal and they look like they have like a gradation of sizes on them. So for the people who are interested, there are some pretty interesting um, devices available. So you just have to find those and really use lube and clean those, clean those toys up. So we're actually going to be headed into our very first break and um, we are going to be doing that now so um, uh, welcome to this wild and wonderful show you're listening to the pleasure zone on inspired choices network and we will be right back after this commercial many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose what else is possible beyond what we have already seen heard or thought of what if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex sexuality and copulation by tuning in to the pleasure zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. you'll receive tools inspiration and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. 
Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Are you a healer or coach? Have you been craving having sessions and haven't had the time? You know that you can be a greater gift when you look after you. Is now the time? Join a group of beautiful healers and coaches, men and women from around the world at a quaint retreat in Prince Edward County, Ontario, Canada, April 5th through 8th, 2019. Enjoy great food, trades with colleagues, and professionally led group sessions. What would your life be like if you gifted this to you? For more information, contact Milica at www.milicajelinek.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. Today we're talking about stretching. So the episode's called Bring Out the Stretcher. So for those who are unfamiliar with this, feeling a little squeamish about this, I totally get this. This is a, it's probably an unfamiliar territory for a lot of people. It's an unfamiliar territory for me, too, so I actually had to do a lot of research on this to talk about it. So the, in the last little segment, we talked about urethral play. Uh, one of the things I just wanted to remind you, in case you're just jumping in now, it's very important if you're going to do urethral play to proceed with a lot of caution. Be careful, be slow, get informed as possible as you um, talk to doctors. You know, you might have a doctor who's actually uh, kink-friendly, so I don't know how you ask a doctor. By the way, are you kink-friendly? But it'd be helpful if you could find out about your urethra, find the width of your urethra, what can actually be inserted. Don't assume that all urethras are the same. Definitely use lotion. Um, and uh, definitely proceed with ease, caution, um, and be kind to your body while choosing that. So, um, yeah, so I would definitely not be using any larger toys until you've actually created a stretch with them. So there are a lot, there's a lot, a lot of information out there, guys. This it's mostly urethra stretching that goes on more so than female. It's not really a, a same sensation for women as it is men. So it's uh, it's something that uh, you can look into and find urethral uh, stretchers that work for you. So I actually have a lot more con to talk about today. So I'm going to move on to some more stuff as well. Um, if you do require more information, uh, there is, again, like there's so much information that you can get different size kits, different ways to um, best ways to approach this. Um, I'm just giving you some key things about being your toys clean, keeping the area lubricated, being gentle, being slow, being aware, and uh, yeah, those are some those are some really key important things to aware of. So we're going to move on to a little something more common. And the more common one would be uh, stretching of the vagina. Well, the vagina does stretch. The vagina stretches when babies uh, exit through 
through the canal, right? So the vagina is a very stretchable um, stretchable body part. It's maybe stretched and it actually can contract as well. So vaginal there are usually a few a few options for vaginal stretching. One of them actually comes down to that um, that there are women who actually have uh, have a disease where their body, the mucus of their body, gets starts to get dry up, and and there's an atrophy going on. So an atrophy is like um, it's kind of like a drying up or a, it's almost like defying. Like so, the vagina actually gets very tight, very painful to insert anything. And you can actually use vaginal dilators to begin to stretch that out again to to actually bring some healing to that. So vaginal stretching can be used for healing purposes and for pleasure purposes. Um, so when, you know, people talk about the vagina is like, oh yeah, it's stretchable, always go back. Well, yes, it should. If if vaginas are healthy, yes. If there's something going on where, you know, it's got, um, it's beginning to like have an after, there's like something going on with it that it's, uh, uh, what's, there's another word for that. Um, I can't remember right now, but it's basically uh, like a stenosis. It's like starts to tighten. It has. Uh, it's actually really helpful for. It actually is very helpful. So there's a comment in the in the chat room that um, this person in front has cancer and chemo now feels like she can't have sex. Yeah. So that does actually occur for women who have had treatments, uh, chemo treatments, and uh, different treatments that involve. Um, different kills uh, could also be things of trauma going on. There could be even car accidents uh, from the waist down. There's some atrophy happening. So you can actually get dilators. I actually sell dilators. So you can find um, the the website. You can actually find the links to the the website um, that I'm from, which is pureromance.com in the U.S. and pureromance.ca/slash. Melitza, you can find dilators on there for, for vaginas. So you can go from very small to larger. Some actually have a friend who is, um, where she's a nurse who works with a gynecologist, and she says it's actually more common than you think. And the um, the doctor that she works for sends women to the sex shop all the time to get dilators because this is actually a far more common uh, than you can imagine. So. Um, there's also incidences of women who have had uh, things like clitoridectomies um, occur where sometimes with that they also sew the vaginal opening shut. So um, through kind of a therapy to, to um, rehabilitate the vagina, you can also start to get that stretched out. Uh, so again, with that too, there's usually a dryness going on in the vagina. So use use some really lubricants, um, either hemp-based. Uh, you can use water-based ones, but they dry up faster. Hemp or silicone are very good for that. I, per- I personally really like hemp ones uh, just because of the nature of, of the product. I think it's great. Um, yeah, the dilators go up from like the size of about the size of a, a pinky or a little dollar. You can even get them smaller than that. depends on if what the situation is, um, going up to the size of an average, which um, can be really helpful because if you are going for cervical examinations, you your doctor can't even get in there to check you. Um, they will recommend stretch it stretch your vagina until they can actually get in there to check things, right? So um, it's for health purposes as much as it can be for pleasure purposes. So definitely check out vaginal dilators. They're helpful and useful. 
Um, on the end of the more extreme end, uh, there are who do vaginal stretching so that they can get fisting going on. Um, and I get fisting, you know, and probably right now just squirmed, squirmed a bit, you know, um, and that's okay. So the idea of putting like a mega giant dildo or a big penis or because there are some big penises out there or even like an entire fist inside of you may be intimidating. But then I think, holy cow, my daughter's head came there, so chances are, you know, it could probably take um, a lot. It could probably take a lot more, um, you know, size than than it normally like it could probably take. That it's just something that needs to be built up. And fisting itself, in particular, seems to be kind of like taboo. Uh, but you know, the more you kind of get into it, the more like a lot of people see fisting as a way to great pleasure, and they really enjoy it. So. Again, something you got to build up to. <laughs> it's intriguing. Um, by all means, there's something that you can do to start getting that to build up. So, so you know, starting with something the size of an average penis with insertion. Um, my idea around this is, and definitely use lots of lube. Lots of lube, lots of, whether it's your own lube and you're lubricated, awesome. Extra lube is great. Um, because when you are stretching, you don't tear any of the tissue in the vagina around the edges, uh, especially for women who have had babies and you might have had some tearing, you don't want to be stretching that because that can be excruciating. So you want to make sure everything's lubricated, soft, supple. And so you can use your dildos and start to insert them, or you can kind of do circular motions with a regular-sized dildo that kind of opens it up. So opening up the... Uh, the vagina it is really stretchy, and sometimes uh, women have practiced, like me in particular, I'm a practicer of uh, Kegel moves and different um, vaginal uh, and pelvic floor strengthening techniques. So, um, yes, I can hold a lot, and I have very strong muscles in there. So it's um, sometimes, for me, for example, actually relaxed to be even able to get, like, uh, the equivalent of three things is, is like a real relaxation for me because I'm so used to having um, being in the exercise mode. Hold, hold, hold. So I'm cute like that. So when it comes to fisting, again, you got to build it up. Build it up from like fingering to dildos to larger dildos. And then when you start to get that it's pretty open, you can you can go for the fisting. Again, there's like a fascination for men. It's like, woo, I stuck my hand in all the way up to my wrist, or I don't know. I've seen um, some different pictures of people who have had, you know, fisting pretty deep. I don't know how they physically do that because there is a cervix there, and you really don't want to be hitting the cervix. So that's something I want you guys to be aware of if you are doing fisting got to bring it up you got to open up that body can actually receive that and when you go in for something like fisting you really need to be aware of where the stroke is so you're not harming it or hurting it in any way so be pull at first and prepare that body to do that so and fisting in itself is tends to be viewed as a pretty extreme sexual practice by some. Uh, but in other communities like the LGBTQ-friendly community, it's considered actually more um, average, normal. So it's, you know, in general, a lot of people, you'll find a lot of, of uh, people in different communities who are kind of celebrating the whole, oh, yeah, fisting thing is great. 
uh, in other communities. It's highly shunned. So, you know, if you want to have this conversation, be aware of the people that you're working with. Like, for example, right now, I gave you guys the fair warning about this show. So now I know who I'm talking to. <laughs> so um, one of the questions, too, is like, why would somebody be into thing? So it does it does give a feeling of like fullness you've got your entire vagina full which is it doesn't normally happen unless you have a very mega peening on or a toy that's huge going on so fisting can give a really different sensation uh, and remember your body if you do practice your body will go back uh, so it won't stay wicked wide open like that all the time so for some people, seeing their whole hand inside their partner has a has like this feeling of strength for them, and they feel like, wow, I'm so powerful. So it's an interesting thing that people have as a reaction to that. And also, uh, you want to make sure that when you are doing something like fisting, that you are in contact with your partner, look at their face, pay attention to verbal and nonverbal cues, because they... Um, they can kind of get freaked or there can be moments of pain or there can be moments of intensity that you need to be aware of so you can calm down. The intensity can often be like, this with fisting, it can be like getting into the cervix area. So be aware so that a person's not having a, a freak out. So, yeah, so there is kind of a, the notion that if you stretch a vagina a lot that, you know, it's it's never going to go back. But truly... Um, not actually the case. It's it's very much like an elastic. I mean, but if you you can kind of have with different diseases the elasticity of it change. So yeah, and I wouldn't worry much if you have a healthy vagina. Um, be gentle, be kind, be careful, and also use lots of lube with your. So wow, I'm going through lots of lots of things today. We are still going to talk about uh, anal dilation, labia. So, yeah, well, anal dilation, I guess, is the great word for it, as I called it, vaginal dilation. Uh, anal stretching, labia stretching. We've got a few more things to talk about today. So just keep, stay tuned. You know, what an exciting and strange topic we're talking about. Strange in the way that I've never talked about it. And, yeah, so there you go. I hope you guys are enjoying this. I hope those of you who are uh, into kink are fascinated by me who has never experienced stuff talking about it from my perspective um, and if you are into kink and you would love to talk this with me I would love to actually talk to somebody who's experienced these things so that would be so cool so please feel free to contact me um, through one of the many different platforms by the Gerardic and comment or by writing to me personally through my website melitzajelanik.com I'd love to hear from you I would actually love to interview somebody who's experienced this so awesome uh, you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your 
yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a healer or coach? Have you been craving having sessions and haven't had the time? You know that you can be a greater gift when you look after you. Is now the time? Join a group of beautiful healers and coaches, men and women from around the world at a quaint retreat in Prince Edward County, Ontario, Canada, April 5th through 8th, 2019. Enjoy great food, trades with colleagues, and professionally led group sessions. What would your life be like if you gifted this to you? For more information, contact Milica at www.milicajelinek.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. And since you're here, you're a pleasure seeker. And also, fair warning, if you're just jumping into the show right now, the show is about stretching of different orifices like urethras, uh, like vaginas, and different stretching of genitals in general. And uh, yeah, so just fair warning, in case you feel squeamish, I understand. It's all good. Take a deep breath. In and out, and let present. Um, this really is for me a topic about being willing to be and perceive uh, the pleasure that other people receive from things that I may have never actually experienced. Uh, so this is fascinating to me, and I I like to talk about talk that I might have like feel squeamish about, so that I can get over my point of view about them. And so this is a great one because I actually have. Um, like a fear of harmful and uh, it's not like a phobia but I really don't like the idea of hurting people's bodies and so for me this is a really great topic for me to start to kind of get over that the last segment we were talking about it was about vaginal stretching and how fisting um, you know is something that you can do as a way of stretching the vagina it can be something that you know, is really fascinating for a partner, whether it's a male or female that's fisting. Um, It can be something that people find really sexual. And also for the person uh, receiving it, it can be a very different sensation from what I read. Very, very cool. I mean, I've given birth, so I've had had a very big object through my vagina, and it was definitely an interesting and amazing uh, sensation. So I can only imagine that fisting would be something around the lines of that. So definitely use the lube keep lots of eye contact with your partner using you know whether they're using verbal cues just being aware of them um being in communication i think is really key for any comes to sexual play especially kink uh, you really need to get your communication down so the next thing on our topic is anal stretching whoa 
And so anal stretching can be quite an uh, quite an experience as well. And just like stretching of anything, it's something that needs to go in stitches. So um, starting off, you know, instead of, hey, this is your first time inserting something into your anus, you really don't want to be sticky, you know, the eight-inch diameter penis into your anus on your first try. It's probably something you want to build up to, right? So um, remember with anus, and we talked about this on our last show with fingering, is that you want to go slow, you want to be aware, um, and when it comes to anuses too, for a lot of people, they get squeamish, so you want to make sure it is clean and clear, and you know, even using enemas beforehand is really useful. But when it comes to the whole idea of ching, which this show is about, uh, lots of lube, just like all the other areas, they got to be lubricated before stretching. So when it comes to an anus as well, you want to start with one, again, rest 30 seconds to two minutes, allows to just relax until you can actually get that the person can receive that, that they're with it, and then maybe two fingers, and then maybe three. And again, this is not all in one try, so you want to like build up. You can build this up over time, over you know days, months, or years, but you can build up that stretch um, until it comes to a point where, yes, if your partner is interested in larger things being inserted into their anus, um, which again can be fascinating, it can be fascinating for the person who's the gifter, it can be fascinating for the receiver to receive that kind of session. Again, be gentle. Um, don't go punching things, <laughs> you know. And some, sometimes there is like a desire for intensity, but there's ways to get a more intense feeling if you find, especially in men, if you find the area of the prostate and kind of uh, stimulate that. And for women, you can get the more intense feeling if you if you are in an anus and you're extending towards their belly, which will actually give more of a sensation to the area. You will start to kind of get um, from a different angle. You'll get some sensation into uh, the, the wall of Diana if uh, you're in there in a certain way you can actually get contact and a lot of women for the a lot of women actually uh, that I know really prefer anal sex for some um I actually have a friend who prefers sex over any other sex and she like looks forward to it cuz that's when her husband gives her anal sex when she's got her period he's not interested in vaginal sex and she's this is like visit and she's like a huge advocate for anal sex as being extremely pleasurable it's um it's the angle <laughs> of penetration that can actually be highly enjoyable uh, where it can actually stimulate the g spot for women so it just depends on the angle of penetration and the people and how their bodies are so you know whatever works for you so when it comes to anal stretching again be gentle, be careful, be lubricated, definitely be lubricated and be clean. Um, and, there, you know, if you're getting hardcore into some of the more kink-related stuff, there are things that you can use. There are toys. There are, like, really, really big um, toys used for insertion if you're going that way. So, again, you're building it up to that. Um, I have... I haven't even know where I saw this video because I don't normally watch pornography, but I think I, when I'm doing some research, like a video jump out and I see these things. But um, I did see a video once, like years ago, where a person was on like a sex swing and they were had a, like this, like a, like a two foot kind of a a dildo, and it was very like girth was massive. Um, and the person was inserting it into the other person's anus um, through, you know, using a sex swing as the method.
method for them to kind of control the insertion rate. They're swinging on and off of this um, toy, so it can get the kink can get pretty um, extreme. And I guess even for people who do that, they don't think of it as as extreme as some other things as well. So the world is filled with lots of ways um, that are on the verge of pain and pleasure. And stretching is definitely one of those things that's got that verge of pain and pleasure. Gone. And so, yes, if it's something that intrigues you and fascinates you, definitely start on this low level and build it up, just like anything. Your body will uh, start to these things that actually it enjoys. So you just need to build up those muscles to actually relax those muscles, to allow yourself to receive uh, some of those more extreme uh, <laughs> encounters. So pretty fascinating stuff. And so, yeah, you can get different things. You could actually use, like, for example, with um, the vaginal dilators, if you don't say, for example, if you're not interested in dilating your vagina, you could use the same dilator on an anus. You can use anal plugs that you can kind of, uh, keep in there to allow the body to relax into that um, position as well. And anal plugs come in a huge number of sizes. They come in a huge number of different materials. Again, keep your toys clean. Always clean them. Toy cleaning sprays that have antibacterial properties to them. And keep them in a place where they're not going to get stuff on them, you know, because you want to make sure your toys are always clean and clear. Um, keep the area that you're inserting into clean and clear. These are all like, I know it seems really obvious, but it's actually key. And you don't want something that's going to get dusty and dirty and get stuff on it um, because those things going into your body can actually cause agitation. So, yes, having a nice box to put them in is always cool, like your nice little toy tickle trunk. Who doesn't want one of those, right? So have your nice little tickle trunk. Keep your toys nice and clean. And, uh, yeah, use lots of lubrication. We There are a few more things I'd like to talk about which are uh, on the scale of a little different as well. So we will talk about them too, uh, like late stretching. So we will talk about that. Um, and I didn't even actually know this was a thing until today. Quite frankly, I had never heard of it. Some of these other things I'd heard of, but I didn't have information, not a lot of information. I know about fisting. I know about anal stretching. But I have not had um, a lot of experience uh, or knowledge. Like, I haven't had experience, but I don't have a lot of knowledge with uh, urethral stretching. So that's all fascinating to me. So many ways to stretch. Uh, it just, like, blows my mind. So, so guys, uh, we're actually going to head to our next commercial break. But before we do, just in case you're uh, up for some fun... I have a wonderful weekend lined up in April, April 5th to 8th, and that's 2009 in case you're listening to this in the future. I have a weekend for healers and coaches. Come on out, hang out, whatever your modality of healing and coaching, whatever your specialty is, you are welcome to come and join me for a weekend of play in Prince Edward County, Ontario, uh, which is a lovely uh, area of Ontario, Canada. And we will be having four days raids, information, um, some people leading some classes, lots of food, lots of fun, connecting with people. And there are a few spots left, and I'd love to have you come in. If that's something you're interested in, please private message me. I can send you details, information, and pricing for that. Totally reasonable. Um, and uh, really, like, actually going to be, I know it's going to be a lot of the people who are coming, so I'm excited for that. 
and it's totally a time for us to uh, together and work on ourselves. Pay attention to our own bodies for the healers and uh, the healers and coaches out there. So that's what I'm inviting everybody to. So just want to remind you that you're listening to Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. You might find this on many other platforms as well, radio and iTunes and about 50 other platforms. So I'm so glad you're listening in on one of those. And um, yeah, let's see you on the other side of this commercial break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a healer or coach? Have you been craving having sessions and haven't had the time? You know that you can be a greater gift when you look after you. Is now the time? Join a group of beautiful healers and coaches, men and women from around the world at a quaint retreat in Prince Edward County, Ontario, Canada, April 5th through 8th, 2019. Enjoy great food, trades with colleagues, and professionally-led group sessions. What would your life be like if you gifted this to you? For more information, contact Milica at www.milicajelinek.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone, sweet pleasure seekers. So for those of you who have been listening, you're wondering where did all this information come from? Um, I did do some research. So the last 
a little segment we were talking about anal stretching. I got a lot of my information from something called kinkly.com. So that's K-N-K-L-Y.com. They have a they have an article in there on the beginner's anal stretching, so you can check that out. Uh, for the urethra stretching, I was on a website called thechaingang.com, how to stretch a male urethra. That's actually a really uh, well-written article and got lots of good information in there. So for those of you who uh, would like more information on that, go for it. When it came to fisting article, um, there is a website called Refinery29, and had an article called What is Fisting? So you can find all that information there. Uh, and there are some other additional things like penis stretching and labia stretching. So these are kind of shorter topics, so that's why we're leaving them to the end. Um, penis stretching is mostly enlargement, for example, and, and sometimes they're actually, um, you know, you can do surgeries, things inserted into the penis to have the stretch occur if they have had like erectile dysfunctions of some kind or if there's been Peyronie's disease, you know, you can get in there and remove the scar tissue and put, um, sometimes they insert, sometimes they just decrease the size, but for Peyronie's it's where the penis goes on an angle. Uh, so, yeah, so that's kind of something to just be aware of. So penis stretching also, I remember seeing a video on YouTube, a movie on YouTube, it was a a documentary about uh, a guy who was traveling around looking to enlarge his He had a three-inch penis, and his girlfriend, uh, he wanted to get married. He uh, asked a woman to marry him, and she was like on the big screen of some game, refused to marry him, um, and later told him it was because of his penis size. And so he was stated, and he traveled the world looking for a way to stretch his penis and make it longer. And uh, many he came across for different like weighted techniques where um, I'm not sure which country in Asia he was in, possibly China. They were He was visiting people using a Qigong method, putting weights. Um, so they would wrap a, like a, a string around their, their penis and testicles at the base and then uh, put weights on it to pull but also holding it from the head of the penis to pull with weights and what they would do, so they attach, there's a weight on the ground, they attach the um, the penis, and then they try and lift. And some of these weights are, oh my, like, say, 50 or more pounds. Um, so you can imagine that would be quite an intensity. But this is also for them built key. It's not as much about um, strengthening and lengthening the penis, although do that enough over time, you might get some results. I don't know how much of a result you'd get. But the other thing I wanted to mention before we end is labia stretching, which has been actually used uh, in different countries. Uh, there are some there are some legalities around that actually. So labia stretch uh, or labia elongation um, is actually just pulling of the the labia, the bigger lips, um, the inside lips, but they are tend to be bigger. Well, I'm meager, so they're long and they're stretchy. Uh, through manipulation, uh, like physical equipment, like weights. Um, but in some cultures, like uh, they're actually used as a female genital, genital mutilation. They are, it is considered child abuse, of course, when you're doing this to children. The whole idea of that is that at some point, somebody traveled to Africa and they saw women with longer labia because they were using labia because the thought was that women with longer labias had more sexual arousal and more pleasure. Ironically, these are the same countries that are removing women's clitorises. I don't get it. I don't end. 
but <laughs> there you go. Labia apparently has to do with sexual prowess attraction. Apparently men really enjoy long labia. Lucky for me, I'm labia. Who knew? You know, a lot of other countries, uh, like England, for example, is watching a art uh, thing on uh, YouTube about bodies and their men who are doing, uh, lab- I think it's called labiaectomies. Anyway, they're getting their labia removed because they feel like their labia are too long and it's cumbersome. So there you go. There's where interesting points of view come in, where some countries it's the greatest thing ever. In other countries, it's considered a fault. So you never know how we just follow our bodies, know what our bodies like to be, look like, and with some stretching going on. Remember, check out as much information as you can. Educate yourself, especially if you're going to do something with your urethra guys. Talk to your doctor. Make sure you're doing it correctly. Make sure or watch some like highly qualified videos on that. Make sure you're looking after your body. Um, always, always uh, keep toys clean and sterilized before inserting anywhere. Um, if you do want to stretch your labia or your penis or your vagina or your anus, urethra, it's all your choice. <laughs> and I hope that you guys uh, got something out of this show. I know for me it was an education. It was something that I had never really delved into before. Um, I look forward to next week's topic, which I'm sure will surprise me as much as it surprises everyone else. I never really know what it's going to be, but we'll find out next week. So until then, how about you guys stay and turned on and have a fabulous week until next week. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Milica Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body. Are you a healer or coach? Have you been craving having sessions and haven't had the time? You know that you can be a greater gift when you look after you. Is now the time? Join a group of beautiful healers and coaches, men and women from around the world at a quaint retreat in Prince Edward County, Ontario, Canada, April 5th through 8th, 2019. Enjoy great food, trades with colleagues, and professionally led group sessions. What would your life be like if you gifted this to you? For more information, contact Milica at www.milicajelinek.com. Are you a healer or coach? Have you been craving having sessions and haven't had the time? You know that you can be a greater gift when you look after you. Is now the time? Join a group of beautiful healers and coaches, men and women from around the world at a quaint retreat in Prince Edward County, Ontario, Canada, April 5th through 8th, 2019. Enjoy great food, trades with colleagues, and professionally led group sessions. What would your life be like if you gifted this to you? For more information, contact Milica at www.milicajelinek.com. Are you a healer or coach? Have you been craving having sessions and haven't had the time? You know that you can be a greater gift when you look after you. Is now the time? Join a group of beautiful healers and coaches, men and women from around the world at a quaint retreat in Prince Edward County, Ontario, Canada, April 5th through 8th, 
2019. Enjoy great food, trades with colleagues, and professionally-led group sessions. What would your life be like if you gifted this to you? For more information, contact Milica at www.milicajelinek.com.